Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Live Locks, presented by Scores and Odds. You haven't checked it out already? Just making bad life choices. Going over scoresandodds.com, where you got picks from all of us. You got this prop shopping tool where you can see exactly what you have projected for each individual prop. Plus, where the bets odds are at, and you get access to Grant's Action Lounge, where I'm throwing in all my picks each and every day. Just go to scoresandodds.com backslash Discord. I am joined today by someone who's becoming a, a weekly, weekly, uh, weekly visitor. No, what's the word? Guest. Regular. Yeah. Words are tough. I'm ready for the All-Star break. I am so ready for the All-Star break, but it's not quite here yet. We're going to gamble. How are you doing there at Denver Dude Bets? On um, you know, recovering from Nashville. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm recovering from Nashville, and now I found out I'm going to the All-Star game this weekend. So pumped to go bet on Matt McClung for a slam dunk champion. Might throw some Julius Randle jab step three-point contest in, but, you know, ready to get out to Salt Lake City and, you know, see what that city does. I don't think they're going to sell beer at the games, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've got a, a luckily bet Fred. I have a, a cash back promo, like at 20% back of all losses. So I'm going to see where I'm at. Unfortunately, I want to do some amount of money yesterday, but I might end up throwing like a G or two on the slam dunk contest just because like, ah, this will be fun. And worst case scenario, I get 20% back. So they got to take advantage of those little promos. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's weird. I, I actually bet on some, college basketball today so i want to hear your thoughts on it oh man get to that, but... tennessee state yeah you know, it's looking good already don't worry i mean i got him at plus 201 it was plus 170 everywhere else so and fairly certain they moved the line dress have you do you ever play up play on play up no never I've, i i downloaded and then i just don't i uh my thing is like you know those smaller books i hate the cash i like i hate how long it takes to get your money back it's just like it's a pain in you know the rear end. Yeah, I mean, I I have stayed away from them largely, but I found massive, massive disparities on college basketball lines recently. I mean, it's the same thing with like Sports Illustrated. I found huge discrepancies. And... I find FanDuel a lot um, for like the teams that are like you know seven plus seven hundred or higher. Like they're usually off by like two or three dollars on the money lines. So I'm like, okay, well. I mean, I'm going to sprinkle on it and let it ride. So, yeah, yeah, that's 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 what most of this job is about. Just just kind of finding finding bad lines. But, you know, we're going to get right into some basketball. We'll start off with the Bucks versus the Bulls. I don't know if I have any. Oh, I have Levine under five and a half rebounds. It's largely largely skewed because he had 11 and nine in the last two games. Um, 
I, he, he averages well under this on the season. We have him projected for under five in this spot, minus 117 on the under, minus 115 at some other spots. Just seems like a bad overall line to me. So I end up hitting that. But outside of that, I don't think I have a single other bet in this game. Um, yeah, no, it's a tough game. I mean, I, I was on Levine last night for points, and he got me there. Um, but DeRozan sitting again, I saw. Um Yep. I, Drew Holiday and the boys are just a different kind of defense. Nicole, you know, Vucevic didn't do anything last night special. I was on his points for rebounds and assists and got killed by that. You and me both. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it made too much sense, right? You thought the pressure would be on Levine, and Levine actually showed up. So um, this game is just not friendly. I mean, the Bucks, like, you saw Holiday had 40 the other night, and I'm like, what? So I'm just like, the Bucks are at healthy again, and, like, you got to figure them out. So the props on this side aren't the greatest, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I also bet their first half money line before the DeRozan news came out. Um, so I got the Bulls at plus 195 at Superbook, and I'm not terribly happy about that. But yeah. that's gambling. Okay. We go, oh, well. we go. Um, next game, we got Washington, Minnesota. I got quite a few bets here. Uh, we'll start off with Jaden McDaniels over 11.5 points, minus 105 over at Betfred. At most other spots, I think it's sitting drastically higher. Um Looking, I've been hitting this line a decent amount recently. We haven't projected for 11 or 12.75. You can still get it minus 115, which I like at that. But he's not been, he's hit three of the last five games. He's playing the minutes like no D'Angelo Russell there anymore. So there's going to be an increase in usage to pretty much everyone because no one else really scores outside of Edwards. But what people don't realize is like they had that string of five games where it was just massive blowout after massive blowout. Like, yeah. not even remotely close. Now going up against the Wizards, three-point spread. McDaniels, 11.5 points. Way too low of a line to me. No, I'm, I'm with you. I think uh, McDaniels is fitting in, you know, great. He's doing well now with um, the movements that they had. Um, and, you know, something I've noticed, too, is, like, I like Conley and I like Gobert tonight myself. I think – I mean, I don't know if you read the report after the last game. Coach came out and said they're starting to run the sets that Gobert and Conley ran back in Utah. So for me, I'm going Conley over 10 and a half points. Then I got Caesars at minus 127. He's been shooting the ball nine to 10 times a game. He's more efficient. Um, Gobert, I took 24 and a half points in rebounds this morning at minus 118 on Caesar. Um, I think both players here, they have the familiarity. And this is a team that is struggling for leadership. Conley's going to take command when he can. So for me, it's like Gobert, with, what, what did we go, nine for nine last game? Um, from the field, I believe, and it was all from Conley. So for me, it's like if you double Gobert on the lob, Conley's got a floater. Vice versa, if you come at Conley's and toss it up to Gobert. So I like both those guys tonight in the matchup that they have. Yeah, yeah, honestly, that's pretty solid. RG projections. Also, don't right love there, Gafford. Um, I, Gafford is not good. He's going to hack a lot. So if Gobert can make some free throws, it should be fairly easy. Well, kind of on that. Train of thoughts. I have Gafford over one and a half blocks plus 190. We currently have him projected for, I think, 1.7 in this spot. Um, I got it over at Betfred. I think most other spots, it's, uh, it's, uh, we have him projected 1.2, which is still pretty solid considering being plus 190. Oh, 100%. Um, Especially for a team that goes to the rim a lot, like the T Wolves. Um, Conley, yeah. you know, midget going to go in the paint all night. So, yeah. So, Pretty solid overall line. Uh, Monty Morris over nine and a half points, plus 100 over at Betfred. Porzingis under nine and a half rebounds, minus 135 at win. And that, that's a, that's all I've got in that game. 
Yeah, no, um, the Porzingis play is good. I mean, I feel like he'll be on the perimeter a lot, um, especially he's, he's not going to have offensive rebound opportunities. Like at the end of the day, when they do run Porzingis at center and Gobert's in, like he's just going to drag him out of the paint as much as possible and make it easy for the Wizards to drive. So the Morris and the uh, under on Porzingis kind of correlate if you think about it. Yep, yep, exactly. Um, yeah, last game, only three games slate. Gosh, I cannot wait for the All-Star break. Um <laughs> We got the Clippers going up against the Suns. I have a few bets here. My favorite is Kawhi over 24 and a half points, plus 100 over at Betfred. A lot of other places, it's slightly worse odds, but I still like it there. Um, let's see. Leonard. He did. That's why you look up. Yeah, he scares me. I mean, he killed it versus the Warriors the other night. What did he shoot? Six for seven from three or something yeah. crazy? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, heard he was he, on a minute. They're both on minutes restriction. That's why I'm just like myself, I can't do it again. I got lucky. I think, we'll give him, I think I'll give him his normal mid-30s, high-30s minutes. Like, it's the last game before the All-Star break. And the thing is, like, since the beginning of last month, he's hitting this at, like, an 80% clip. He's oh, just yeah. hit happened to hit the under three out of the last five games. And he's had Milwaukee so, in that span. He had Brooklyn. He looks healthy. I mean, he looks like Kawhi, like we saw back in Toronto and, like, before the yeah. injury. So, I mean, I'm with you. I think as long as he gets the run and they – don't get blown out, which I, don't, I think this will be a tight game. As long as the game's close, you should hit, hit it very easily. Especially with the yeah. no defense. They have no perimeter defense right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no bridges in there. Like, yeah. I mean, and Chris Paul can't – I mean, maybe he'll get put on George, but, I mean, he's good. Yeah, he's it's going to have to be, like, that. Booker guarding one and, like, Torrey Craig. Yeah, and I'm not really worried about Okaji or Torrey Craig at all. Um, it's – they're just the Suns really don't care too much. Once Durant gets back, then yeah, yeah, they're just they're riding the wave until their team's healthy and then they're going. Um, I have two lines I love here tonight. Good I'm one. on Josh. I the role he has now is that amazing. He's playing, you know, I think it's 25 a night right now, 20, 25, 20 minutes a night. Who? Um, Josh Kogi for the Suns. Yeah, I took him for his threes tonight. Um, I think one and a half is plus one. 80 on DK. He's hit three in the last three games, shooting six a game. I don't see what changes tonight. There's no Kevin Durant. They haven't gotten anybody new. Um, and then I also took his over on points at 11 and a half, which I believe the best price is at MGM. Um, he's hit this in the last three games as well. I mean, the guy's going to get the run. Um, and they're not going to put Kawhi or Paul George on him. They're going to put Kawhi and Paul George on Booker and um, Chris Ball. So, he should have like a Norman Powell guarding him or like a Terrence Mann. And I like that matchup a lot for him, especially when he's slashing with Chris Paul. Yeah, you may have you may have talked me on to that. I might have to might have to bet that after the show. Last bet I have is Chris Paul over one and a half steals plus one thirty over at Betfred. Um I think he's had two plus and five straight. He's averaging one and a half on the season. I'll have to do some on defensive end. So I mean, yeah, I like it. I mean, Bone Thailand's playing minutes now. Like, he's playing – he's going to play against, like, a lot of unexperienced guards in a sense. Like, the ball's going to be in man's hands and pal's hands and guys who were reckless with the ball. So, the Chris Paul plays solid. Yep. All right, let's get to my – let's get to my uh, college basketball bets. And, yeah. Um, so, Tennessee State plus 201. Uh, I'll check to see what the line's sitting at for most other places. Um Checking over here on SAO. But, I mean, essentially, when I bet it, it was uh, it was sitting at, like, plus 160, plus 170, almost everywhere else. 
Like the best line right now is now plus 188. Uh, most places, and that's a FanDuel. Most places are at 170, 175, 180 at Rivers. But I, this is just a spot where there was a clear bad line at uh, play up, and I think it's still out there. I mean, at the end of the day, too, it's a, it's a conference game. It's going to be played tight. So, I mean, I don't see anybody running away with the game in a sense. Um, for me, I, college basketball, I love home teams. Like, you know, home teams in college basketball are money. I see. Like Furman last night, I don't know if you know who Furman is. They're, like, supposed to be, like, the best. I don't watch college basketball. I just, I just watch lines. <laughs> okay. So, they're going to be, like, an 11 seed. They've only lost two games all year or three games all year. And now uh, they lost by, like, 15 last night to a conference team that's, like, at the bottom of the conference on the road. So, I'm like, okay, well, yeah. It's that time of the year where, like, you know, Home season, but ten. I mean, it's going to be a tight game, so you haven't you have the advantage there with the line. Nice. Uh, next one I got is William and Mary plus one sixty nine. Current best line is Bet Rivers plus one fifty five. So I got a ton of line movement on that one. Yeah, and like I said, conference game again, like tight. If you're gonna get if you're gonna get the advantage on a tight conference college basketball game, you might as well take the advantage and run as fast as you can. All right, all right. Idaho State and Portland State in the same conference. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all conference right now. So all these games are conference games. These things I don't know. So you can still actually get the under at 146.5 at points bet. I almost wrote it up, but then I realized I don't have anything to say other than that's that's pretty much it. And most of the money is coming in on the over, strangely enough. Most of the bets are coming yeah. in on the under, but that's at 145. I got it at 147 with normal juice. And, yeah, some places have it. DK has it at 145 right now. Yeah. Um, I have a college play tonight, and it's going to be to fade the Purdue Boilermakers, the number three team in the country. Um, I think they won a lot of conference games early in the season, um, and they're really not as good as they are. Um, the Big Ten also has had a massive home favorite advantage. So if you're going to give me Maryland money line at home in a, in a conference that's really been dominated by home teams winning, I'm taking Maryland all day and I'm going to run with it. I think Purdue's overrated and I think they might be an early exit in the tournament myself. So, Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, most of money is yeah. coming in on Maryland. Most of the bets are coming in on Purdue. That's generally, generally a good yeah. sign. Um, the other one I like too is a Kennesaw State Owls versus Liberty. Um, I believe both these teams are atop of their conference. Um, I'm going to take the plus five and a half, six and a half, whatever it is. Yeah, they're at a six and a half. Um, it's a conference game. I believe the winner gets the one seed. So for me, this is this is the biggest game of the year for both teams. I don't see it being decided by more than six and a half points. Yeah, most of the money coming in on Kennesaw. Most of the bets coming in on Liberty. So home yeah. home dog, nice. baby. We're barking. Nice. Who's your who's your picks for the three point contest and the dunk contest? If I'm giving real ones, if you, I mean, like three point contest always comes down to guys that like can get the rhythm off the rack. Um, like, like Tatum isn't like a guy that catches and shoots. So like, I know Tatum's there. Um, I think it's going to be Dame. I, yeah. I do. I think. Dame, I mean, like they threw in Julius Randall. Like the guys in this in this are, aren't very good. Um, I think Tatum isn't good. I think Dame is probably the most consistent like three-point shooter we have, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Is Mitchell in the three-point contest at all or no? I don't even know who's in the field. Is Mitchell in the three-point contest? I don't think so. Yeah, let me pull it up. I'm, I'm curious. Because, yeah, I got you. NBA. I'll just Google it really quick. NBA. I'll start reading. There we go. Dunk contest. 
Jericho Sims is plus 170. Mac McClung. They never give it to big men. At the end of the day, I think it's Murphy or it's McClung, if I'm being honest. They never give this to big men. I mean, outside of like Dwight back in the day. but Yeah, but like that was Superman. They've been, they were trying to pay that man to get in there. Yeah, so like, I mean, as bad as it sounds, Dame is the odds on favorite, but like, I just like Tyrese Halliburton doesn't shoot quick enough. Tyler Hero isn't even a good three point shooter, in my opinion. J- Julius Randle is what a jab step god. Like, he, like, Kevin Werder might win this. Like, that's like a, like a longer right, shot bro. guy that has a chance. I, I think the two favorites are the, still the ones with the most value. Yeah, Lillard. It's, it's just all about the rhythm off the rack. Who, I'm pretty sure Dame's been in this before, hasn't he? I, maybe I'm pretty I know sure he hasn't been in it before. Because you know, know I, like I up, the rhythm you need. Yeah, I end up always going out of town and traveling during All Star yeah. break, but I just got back from the waste management, so I'm I'm, I'm not allowed to go places anymore. <laughs> um, have you seen that series challenge thing they're doing? Look at the next one or the skills challenge. You see who's in this? It is the most random teams. It's a bunch of rookies. It's a bunch of the jazz players, and it's Yon. It's Giannis and his two brothers. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know what we're looking at here. Um, I mean, I'd probably I go with the rookies. I haven't seen the team, but I just assume the rookies. I think it's like Paolo, Benedict, and Ivy or something like that. Um, and yeah. then Team Jazz is like, I don't even know who it is. I think it's like Clarkson, the rookie from Kansas. I have no idea who it is because like they traded. Actually, That's you know what it might, be? it might It might be Conley, Mitchell, and like Clarkson. It might put, you know, homeboy back. Um, yeah. I was talking to you earlier. I like Norman Powell for six, man. That's that's what I'm going to give you for the weekend. Yeah, what's the let's check out the current odds on that. I, we were yeah, we were talking through it, and you made some fantastic points. I mean, Westbrook's now entirely out of it because he's not playing. Yeah, he was the leader all season. He's gone. He's down to like thirty to one in some books. Some books still have him at like six to one or eight to one. Yeah, like yeah, if you, Westbrook was all over the board. I, I'm not a fan of it. I don't. I'm not a fan of Brogdon because, like, I think after the recent stretch of what we've seen, Derek White has shown he's like. He might be their third best scorer, third best player in general. Like, how are you yeah. not going to play him 30 minutes tonight in the playoffs or like for the rest of the season? You know what I mean? Trying to keep the one seed. So, Brogdon yeah. for me is iffy. I don't love Maxi. I just don't like the Sixers. Like, I'm not a fan. Um, and I love the Norman Powell's the third leading scorer on the Celtic, I mean, on the Clippers. Um, they're healthy now. They're going to be winning games. They're, they should probably finish top three, four in the West. Um, he's averaging 18 a game off the bench. Like, Kawhi and Paul George are both averaging 22. So, for me, that's easy to go. Yeah, and you still got that Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, defensive player. Yeah, the did you, well, yeah, so me and a uh, dude man, actually, we we found – so they re- released the NBA ladder uh, two days ago, and number one was Brooke Lopez, number two was Jaron Jackson, and number three was Robert Williams. So, we went to Barstool and got Robert Williams at 500-1 to 1 to win Defensive Player of the Year, and then FanDuel had him at, like, 370-1. to 1. And now I'm pretty sure in both some books he's down to like ten to one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's a hundred. He's he's a hundred to one right now, or seventy five to one. But yeah, so I mean, for us, we got him at five hundred to one. So it's just defensive player of the year is just absolutely wild. The swing. It's going to be. It's, it's. I think all these awards are about how you finish after the All Star break. There's 25 games left. Teams are starting to try. Teams are starting to finish strong, like figure out seating. So, um. Yeah, I mean, I'm all full, and I'm all for you know Jaron Jackson and Robert Williams for the rest of the year on the deep boy. Let's go, let's go, Time Lord and Triple J. Um, yeah, nice. Anything else before we get on out of here? 
Um, they came out with, I don't know if you saw the MVP stuff on Twitter. They came out and Joker was like five times oh, yeah. the favorite than anybody else. Um, yeah. And Tatum wasn't even mentioned, but like, I mean, I don't know. Tatum's the most interesting one at 20 to one right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Giannis is climbing it, but like, I don't know who you give it to. I mean, like, I think Joker gets it. I think they give him the third time and then like, but it's like at the same time, he's going to do this again next year. Like he's going to do this every year until they're bad. So I just don't know, like your reason he can't be just like, I don't know. Triple, I mean, triple double. If number one, I mean, I think you have to give it to the guy. Yeah, I mean, they gave it to Westbrook for averaging a triple double, and Jokic is so much more efficient, and his team's number one in the West. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you on it. I just, um, I can see the cards shaking elsewhere. I know everybody's all over Joker and stuff like that, but like, I oh yeah, see, you like, always had. So last year at this time, it was Embiid minus two fifty, didn't end up winning. Year before, it was LeBron at minus two fifty. I just, I just think at the end of the day, it's like Joker goes out for a week, he loses the award. If he misses five yeah. or six games, it's done. Um, yeah, it's not worth betting it right now. But again, I, yeah. I, I think Tatum's the best bet at 20 to 1. Like, 100%. Just... They're gonna, I mean, they're going to be in a tight race with Giannis to get the number one seed at the end of the year. And like Tatum is taking leaps and bounds forward this year. Like he looks five times better than he did last year at this time. Um, yeah. So I'm all. I would be all for Tatum at 20 to 1. Yep, I agree. I and also, know. go Tiger. First round leader, I got him at, and I got him at 200 to 1 to win the whole thing. So let's go Tiger. <laughs> nice. Love it. Uh, let's go Tiger. All right. I, I again, go. Tiger. So, yep. Go follow Austin on Twitter at Denver Dude Bets. We'll be back again next week. I got a break. It's been fun. We're out of here. Later, kids. Later,